Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Anime Tea. Um, I'm gonna start off by saying sorry about last week. It's gonna post a new episode, but I got so busy with finals um, for my school and just working, and it's been crazy and stressful. So, yeah, but I'm coming back, giving you an episode this week. Hopefully, it's gonna be a lot, sh- it's actually gonna be a lot shorter than last than the previous episode, which is way too long. Um, but yeah, I'm back. Let's do this. So this week on the anime tea, I'm talking about problematic faves. Um, so we all have those anime characters that we love and love to hate. Uh, and basically I made a short list of some of them that are very problematic and also very lovable. Um, and by problematic, I mean that they're very easy to hate, they get on your nerves, they treat other characters like crap, um, and they also take, they can't deal with their issues, so they take out their crap on the other characters in the show. Um, yeah, we're talking about that. But they also have really redeeming qualities that make us love them. Let's talk about it. So first up on my list, um, and this list kind of goes in order, With there's definitely a number one at least, um, but I'm starting off with Hizuka from Hunter x Hunter. So Hizuka, if you don't know, is the main antagonist of Hunter x Hunter. He's always up against, um, or always going up against Gon and Killua and the rest of the gang. Um, and yeah, he's, he's crazy. He's, he's a villain. He's the villainist of the villains. Um, but yeah, let's get into why he's really problematic. So, basically, he's super man- manipulative liar who literally only does things based on self-interest. Uh, he takes extreme pleasure in fighting others who he deems provides worthwhile fights. Um, and he, like, he will... There's plenty of times where he could have killed Gon, the main character, Hunter Hunter, but he doesn't because he wants to fight him when he gets when Gon gets really good, like good enough to the, so that the fight will be worthwhile. Um, that doesn't make him problematic though. What makes him problematic is that he's like like the way they design his character. He gets extremely aroused whenever he fights, and whenever like it's a fight that he wants to kill the other person um like whenever it's gonna be a really good fight like that arouses him and like like that's fine and all that's okay like people can have their sexuality and their kinks and stuff that's all fine and good but when it's like when it's with a child that's where i draw the line because there are some parts where or there i mean whenever he fights with Gon, at least from what i've seen i'm only up to i've only watched up to the york the York New City arc, and I'm barely on the Greed Island arc, um, so I've only watched, like, three or four of the arcs that he's been in, but, like, every time he fights going, it's super sexual and weird, um, and yeah, like, I know fighting turn, turns him on, but, like, going to, going to, like, a 10, 11-year-old child, this is problematic. <laughs> um, also, in the, uh, Heaven's Arena arc, there's a part where he calls going because they're in a fight, like, he's calling him to see when he's ready to fight. And he's freaking just standing in the window naked, like, talking to on the phone with the child. Like, what the... It's so weird. Anyway, why people love him, not me, 
I, I mean, I don't really like it. He's so physical. I haven't finished Hunter Hunter, so maybe when I finish it, I will love him a little bit more. I'm starting to like his character more, but I don't love him like some people do. Um, but the reason people like him is because he's actually written pretty well. He's a really good an like antagonist. He's a good villain. Um, he has realistic reasons for being evil besides just for being evil for the heck of it but a lot of, like a lot of the villains are like freaking team rocket <laughs> like people that have no reason to be evil they just are um his reason is actually like even though it's self-motivated like at least it's something realistic um and he also doesn't kill unnecessarily because he mainly attacks people who are on equal or near or near equal footing to him so at least he like does that I mean but he doesn't go out his way to help anyone either you know so he's not like a hero um but yeah it's just that he's so like intriguing and that his personality is so well developed um I think that's why a lot of people enjoy his character he's also I mean he's fine when he's not dressed like a clown I mean I get that's his thing he's cool that's cool though but um yeah he's better looking when he's not <laughs> Uh, anyway, that doesn't make him great, though. Just his personality is really interesting. Let's move on to the next one. Up next is a recent fave. Also a show that I'm still currently watching that I haven't finished yet. Um, or that hasn't been finished. It's Garo from One Punch, One Punch Man Season 2. Uh, so One Punch Man Season 2 just started. It's only on the 4th? episode I think fourth or fifth um and Goro is a main the main like antagonist this season um yeah so he's problematic because he's a villain um he is basically um he self proclaims himself as a monster uh even though he's human and um he hates heroes like he really does not like heroes he really has like a thing against them and yeah and he just wants he wants like villains and monsters to win um yeah but at the expense of like killing heroes anyway also like i have a problem with him personally because he messed up moomin rider and the moomin rider you know he's not the strongest guy but he doesn't he didn't deserve the shit that happened to him okay go watch the last episode anyway <laughs> um even though he's yeah he's okay um but yeah anyway why i love him and why i've seen that other people have loved him um or loved him love him is because it's just like similar to hizuka he has an interesting personality he's not he's not it doesn't feel as similar like as similar minded like he just wants to hurt heroes just to hurt them like and in the last episode, they also gave him, like, the reason of, like, or they showed backstory of him watching Heroes win all the time. And he was upset because the mon he was like, the monsters work so hard. Like, they're, they're trying to win and do all that. So, I mean, that makes sense. It's kind of relatable. Um, he's also not after the innocent again. He's a villain. He's not after, like, innocent people. He's after just people who have actual powers who are strong. Um, but, I mean, again, he doesn't go out of his way to help innocent people. So, I mean, he's not, like, a saint, but because he's not super bad, I don't know, except for him messing with Moomin Rider, yeah, anyway, I digress, um, yeah, also, it doesn't, I mean, it does help that he is ripped as hell, like, body is tight, is clean, 
okay. Um, but he does have crazy hair. Like, you know, it's one bunch man. Everyone has crazy hair. Um, even when they don't have hair. But, yeah, it's just fun to watch. And watching him fight was, it's, I would say it's fun. But, yeah, Garo, he, he's probably even greater this season in season two because of the lack of great animation in the seasons because of the switching of studios and switching of animators um like there's a lot of cutscenes in the fighting and it's not as detailed as it was last season so Garo really like brings it back so that you keep being interested because his story is really interesting and I want to see him and Saitama face off even though like Saitama met him and then just knocked him out but um I still want to see what they do when they when they actually like that's gonna be fun to see um yeah and yeah let's move on next up another recent <laughs> another recent problematic fave I've been watching a lot of anime <laughs> if you haven't if you can't tell is um Arataka Reagan so you know Reagan from Mob Psycho 100 so Reagan is this phony psychic that um, Mob sees as his mentor, basically. Um, and he's problematic because he's phony as hell. He's a freaking con artist, cons people out of money. Um, he, t- he tells people that he's gonna like go and like get rid of this ghost for them or get rid of this evil spirit, but he can't even see evil spirits first of all. And um, he just like uses these like stupid little moves that somehow make the people think that he's gotten rid of the spirits like he gives people massages and shit like what um and uses that as a way to get rid of the spirits uh and he also uses mob because mob is an actual psychic uses his abilities um to actually get rid of the ghosts and things so yeah that's super problematic to me but we love him though i love him because despite you know the fact that he cons people for a living um he really does care about mob um our little adorable cinnamon roll of a moon character and um his ability to con can be used for good because uh, there's like one part where he got mob out of like a a shady situation with his vase that was really funny he like reverse conned them um and then the, towards the end of the first season he um like make sure he really is a proponent for not hurting other people which is kind of weird because he like it's okay to like take money from people and not solve their problems but it's not okay to harm them i guess okay anyway um yeah so and he tries to instill that into mob that he doesn't want to hurt other people and um yeah and ends up helping him out i haven't seen the second season yet I'm gonna watch it soon i just finished mob psycho 100 the first season and it was great and i love it i'm gonna talk about it a little bit later next is kaguya shinomiya from kaguya sama love is war this is uh, this is this anime came out in winter of 2019 li- lineup, um, and it was one of um, the most enjoyable ones that I watched from the winter 2019 lineup. It was super fun to watch. 
So basically, Kaguya is the main protagonist, or the main character of um, Kaguya-sama Love is War. Her name is in the title. Um, and basically, she's just a rich girl, she's very sheltered, um, and she goes to this prestigious high school and is in love with the um, class president. Um, yeah. She's problematic because she would literally rather manipulate and maneuver around and like take advantage of the people around her and the people that she says she loves like the president um like the school president um instead of like just being straight up about her feelings and like talking shit out like she's like what i mean they're both kind of problem like her and the um class women are really problematic for that because they both do the same thing to each other instead of just talking shit out but i mean i guess that's the point of the show you know because they can't express their feelings so they do ridiculous stuff um yeah but that's exactly why i said that's why we love her because like it makes that part of her endearing because she was really sheltered even though she has a lot of privilege like she's super wealthy she has all these things um she really lacks common sense and like how to work or how to like communicate properly with other people um and it like it really shows <laughs> um and it's kind of nice to see like her transition in that throughout the season and how like she grows as a character um and her family doesn't really give a crap about her. I mean, her dad's never even around her. Um, he just throws, like, all he cares about is, like, having her stuck in her room all the time. Like, he's, like, a little, like, one of those Disney princesses who are stuck in, like, the towers or something. Um, which is sad. But it's really fun to see her, like, go outside of that and, like, learn new things. Especially with the help of Chica, who's my favorite, Fujiwara. She's so cute. Um, she's the bestest best friend ever and yeah and all the romantic stuff with the president and there's one episode that's super super funny because <laughs> she gets it's when she gets sick and then the president goes to visit her and um, yeah it put me into tears like it was hilarious um, and I think it's just great she's really she grows on you even though she's creepy and manipulative and weird at the beginning she really grows at you grows on you at the end Okay, and the very last one, number one for me, and a lot of others, I'm sure, um, the title of this episode <laughs> is Bakugo Katsuki, aka Kachan, aka Bakugo, just Bakugo. <laughs> um, so he's basically, you know, the main rival of Deku in My Hero Academia, uh, but he's a lot more than that. He's his own character, and he's really fleshed out, um, but he's literally explosive in both his quirk and his attitude so here's why he's problematic and i don't think some people can see why he's problematic but he is um so he's literally the definition of a mad boy like everything he like deku breathes and he is just enraged <laughs> it's like what is your problem dude um What's also infuriating and problematic is that his main reason for even hating Deku in the first place is because Deku saved his life, um, and that made him feel weak, and he can't ever accept the fact that Deku saved his life, because he feels that 
because since a young age he felt that Deku was weaker than him and he can't accept that someone weaker than him like saved him um yeah and I created a new term just based off of this idea called explosive masculinity which I feel fits Bakugo to a T <laughs> um yeah but let's break down why people love him because I was when I first started my hero, academia, my hero Academia, and when they were in middle school, Bakuo was being a little dickhead. I was like, I hate this, I hate this kid. Like, what the heck is the problem? I like, I don't understand why you be mad at Deku, my little cute cinnamon roll of a boy who I still love. I love Deku. Um, and Deku is problematic in other ways. Um, but yeah, that pissed me off. It wasn't until like they went, to, they're both in high school, and like all the crap that went down happened that I actually like liked his character so let's get into that so despite his dumb reason for always being angry and hating Deku uh he's a great character um the same thing that people hate him for like the reason that he's like people hating him because he's mad at Deku for that because I'm still I was really mad at that like that was a reason that you're mad at Deku because he saved your life like what the heck is wrong with you get over it um but, but, you know what, it's understandable, it's actually really relatable, there's people who can't get over it, stuff like that, um, in real life, I'm sure, and they, they're, they really do feel that way, so it makes sense, um, and that's a really, like, interesting character trait that you wouldn't expect to, like, see, I haven't really seen the character trait, I mean, that kind of, like, push towards the reason why a character hates the main character so I really like that um another great thing is that he knows what he's because his weakness is feeling weak like he's really aware of that so he goes out of his way to not be weak I mean at the very beginning when Deku has to save him which is hilarious but after after that when they're in high school and they're fighting um and going through the whole uh exam arc I mean yeah you know where they're fighting each other um in the festival it's like you can see like that he works hard to like improve his fighting style and like be aware of like who his opponent is and like he, t- he just comes at things in a very smart way when it comes to fighting maybe not in this he's not really emotionally intelligent but hey who is you know it's hard to be emotionally intelligent it's probably easier to be intelligent and in fighting um yeah and what really endured like I'm injured it really endeared him to me to him um like specifically like even more which made me like just really be Bakugo san is when he was when he and Deku had a fight or had that fight that was amazingly animated oh my gosh one of my favorite shonen fights um yeah and he was talking about how weak he felt because the villains took him and everyone else was fighting to save him and he couldn't do anything and then I don't know if this is a spoilers my hero academia should not be a spoiler but if it is i'm sorry you can skip ahead in this part but basically the fact that um all might faced off faced off with all for one and you know and he was never able to use he 
couldn't use his powers anymore after that. And, it, and Bakugo feels like that's all his fault. So he's like broken down about that. And that was, that hurt me. I was like, oh, it's not your fault, Bakugo. It's okay. Um, it's really not. Just because these villains think that you're evil and you're not evil because you want to be the number one hero. But it's okay. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. He's just a smart and attentive kid. And he just needs to work on his anger management issues. But I like that he's, like, they also, he's developing friends, you know. Um, he's getting better at what he does, and he tries really hard. Um, and his overconfidence is actually super endearing and funny to watch. Like, that, like when they first started the, um, the festival, and he was like, I'm going to win this. And then he went and he won it, but even though he wasn't even happy about winning it because of the way he beat Todoroki. Um, yeah, like that's just fun to watch. And like once you understand him better, it's actually, he's not as annoying as he comes off to be at the beginning. Um, and yeah. So that wraps up this week's, or sorry, this section of the anime tea this week. I hope you enjoyed that. Let me know what your guys' problematic faves are in anime. And let's talk about it. Who do you love that you probably shouldn't or that has very terrible qualities or has really great qualities but people hate? Talk, uh, DM me or hit me up on Twitter. Let's talk about it. Uh, next up for... I call this nani omitemasu, which means what am I watching, but I don't think that's right. So people who speak Japanese, let me know. Is nani omitemasu what am I watching, or is it what what are you watching? I want to make sure I'm right about that. <laughs> anyway, so I've been, you know, watching the spring anime this, uh, that's been coming out. I still need to watch Carol on Tuesday, though. I, I should have got a, I need to get a Japanese VPN so I can watch it. But I'm, I've been swamped with stuff, so I might just wait till it comes out in the U in the U.S. I don't know, because whenever it ends on Netflix in Japan, it'll come out over here. Whatever, I'll see. But I'm actually gonna be dropping an anime from Spring 2019, I think, because it's just confusing as hell. So After Lost um, or Shometsu Tai Shometsu Toshi, I think, is what it's called in Japanese. Um, but it's on Hulu. I've been watching, I watched the past three or four episodes. Um, and it's just really confusing and I couldn't, I can't really get into it. I just, I don't know. It's, cause it's based off a visual novel, you know, like those games, um, that you read through and it has like different story endings and things like that. Um, it's based off of that and usually those what I've learned and what I've heard is that those kind of show or yeah those kind of anime adaptations don't always go well so maybe that's why because I can't really connect to any of the main characters um they just don't draw me in like people have died already um and it just I didn't really I mean I kind of felt something for it like the first time but the next time somebody died I was just like oh okay yeah, sure. <laughs> like, I guess they're dead now. Like, sure, I don't know. Um, and I just, I don't know. We'll see. Might be picking up Fairy Gone, though, because I heard some good things about that. I think that's also on Hulu. Um, 
if that it was also confusing when I read the synopsis, but I do want to start watching it to see what it's about. So I'm going to switch after Lost for Fairy Dawn and see how that goes and talk about it next week. Um, and I don't know, if you guys watch After Lost and it gets really good towards the end or something, like let me know. I'll pick it up again and see what it's about. But I really went, or what I really just watched uh, this last week was Mob Psycho 100, the first season, like I said, um, where I learned about Reagan and Mob and his adorable self and all the great characters on there. Um, and I understand the hype now. Like, it's great. I love Mob. He's an adorable little middle school kid. He doesn't know shit. <laughs> um, he's also a badass psychic and kicks butt. And I liked the personalities of each of the characters. I liked the personality of his brother. Like, the switch back and forth. That was super interesting. Um, I like Reagan, even though he's problematic. <laughs> but he still takes care of Mob. And looks out for him which is great so it's a great show i can't wait to watch season two i'm gonna be watching it probably this week sometime um and let's talk about it if you want next up is nani nani um like my news and update corner so there's a few things that we need to talk about first up of course if you haven't heard or seen it, is the Sonic trailer, the Sonic movie trailer that everybody hates, um, because Sonic looks so crazy, like, this design is just ridiculous, um, yeah, it's, it was, it's, it's bad, guys, it's really bad, um, but there's a super recent update, like, that happened, like, yesterday, or the day before, um, that the director of the movie like tweeted that he's going to be changing the design of Sonic because of all the negative feedback that people have been giving about Sonic's design and that's gonna push back the movie it was originally supposed to come out in November and now it's gonna be pushed back to I don't know because they're gonna have to change like a lot of the movie or change at least the design of a lot of the movie for Sonic's character so that's gonna be really crazy and I was like good that's awesome but also I saw today someone people are posting on Twitter like what if um like all the people who animate who animated Sonic they have to be worked overtime and like will they really get that much money from it like animators are usually not paid very much um regardless of where it is either in Japan or in the U.S. um even on big movies so we'll see i hope that it when they redesign it will be like more popular and more people will see it and that that will give it more revenue and give more um money to the artists and the people who work on it and i'll see it when it comes out i mean especially if they're going to redesign it so hopefully they really take people's criticism Next up, Detective Pikachu is coming out May 10th. Yay, Detective Pikachu. So this movie is also going to be weird because some of the Pokemon look creepy as fuck. Like, ah. <laughs> Why does someone look so freaking creepy? <laughs> um, but Pikachu is adorable and I don't really, I'm one of the people who don't really mind that Ryan Reynolds is voicing Pikachu. I think that's, kind of, it's going to be really funny. Um. I know it's weird, but it's going to be funny. So, I can't wait to see that. It's going to be cool to see them all 
come to life, basically. Except for the creepy ones. Um, anyway. Next up, Attack on Titan premiered recently, guys. Attack on Titan is here. It's back. The first episode um, was great. The second episode, or, yeah, or the second one. So, second episode was great. The third one's coming out this Sunday. Um, it's gonna be good. I, I can't wait. I get, I'm just nervous. I get chills just thinking about the stuff that's gonna happen. Um, but I just read that the voice actress from Mikasa, the Japanese voice actress, she's actually leaving the company, um, that she's been with for 23 years, that is used to, that they used to pull voice actors from for Attack on Titan. That's gonna be a little sad. Um, but I've been hearing rumors, I guess. I can't really find it online. I mean, I looked around a little bit about it, that this is gonna be the last season of Attack on Titan. Which doesn't make sense because a lot of stuff happens after this arc. So I don't really I don't really understand that. I don't know if there's gonna be a season four. I don't know. Um, I'll keep looking into it and see what I find and I'll probably post it on Instagram. Cause I'm excited about it. Um Yep, and last up. So last week I talked a little bit about um, how I teamed up with Duo Graphics. Um, so shout out to them. Uh, they have great stuff, and it's all created by people of color, black people. Um, so it's merch and an- like related to anime and like ninja stuff and like badassery and melanin and all that good stuff. So go check them out. I have a discount code for fifteen percent off. Um, just use the code anime teapod a-n-i-m-e-t-a-p-o-d um, basically my twitter and instagram handle and you can get 15% off there so go do that and get yourself some cool stuff okay anyway guys so this was a way shorter episode <laughs> hopefully and I hope you liked it I'm going to see you guys next week um with some more stuff wish me luck on all this final all my finals and shit that i gotta finish um i have a whole project that i have to do this week uh yep see you guys next week johnny magical girls cute shirts and adorable merch oh my adorned by she is bursting with black girl magic they have tons of adorable anime and nerd related merch and content Plus, they have their own manga, featuring an all-Nigerian cast of magical girls and one boy who fight evil and save the day. Use code PHOENIXINSPIRES to get 15% off your next purchase at adornbychi.com.